Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You. Hello. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I'm very well. And do you want to know why I'm very well? Please. Because it's my choice. Nothing makes you happier. I know. I know. But do you know what else makes me very happy today? Go on. Curveball. Oh. I know. Oh. Your choice is a curveball. Curveball. Okay. I well, like a curveball. Maybe I'll be the judge of whether or not it's a curveball. Fine. I know you very well. There's very little you can do <laughs> well. to surprise me. How about this? <laughs> I thought that would surprise you more. That was shocking. I know. Silence. <laughs> no. Oh, I was trying to pretend it was a visual. Game. Yeah, I know, but you know. So, I have three clues. My favourite part of the whole podcast. Yeah. So, clue one. Given that it's currently Academy Awards season. Oh, ooh, topical. I like I it. I know, I know. Um, and the, 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 the slap that was heard around the world has been resonating for the last couple of days. When you're listening to this, it'll be about two or three weeks. But anyway, I thought, right, I've picked a film that has won three Academy Awards, including Best Director and Best Cinematography. Oh, but not Best Picture. No. Okay. The director, Clue 2, the director also, not only, sorry, did he direct the film, he was the one who also shot it. And he is the first ever director to win both Best Director and Best Cinematographer for his film. So he was the director yeah. and the cinematographer and won both, both. the Oscars at the same oh, year. Okay, okay, go on. I'm, I'm really not got any okay. thoughts. And then the last thing was it was released in November 2018 before going on to Netflix in December 2018. Oh. Caused quite a stir at the time. Oh, now I'm thinking about that. It's not that. I'm thinking of that Adam Sandler one. But Do it's you want one that. more clue? Well, if it's going to help me. I'm, well, I'm hoping so. It was the first ever foreign language film for its director to win Best Director. Are we going to watch Roma? See. Yeah, I got it right. Yeah, I got it right. Is this the first? Oh no, I think I got a uh, Rambo right as well, didn't I? Yeah, you get them right. Well, to be fair, it was that last clue that did it for me, which yeah. was an additional clue. It was, which really was outside the rules. And you know how I feel about playing by the book. You do love the rules. I do love the rules, as Monica has told us. Help control the fun. They do. So we're going to watch Roma. Excellent. Excited. I know, I know, because I thought I had a different choice, and the next one. Oh, 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 brilliant. Which was going to be this one. But then the slap that was heard around the world happened. <laughs> and that brought you to Roma. And I thought, no, but I just thought, maybe I should do something that won an Oscar. And this is one I saw fairly recently for the first time. Okay, so we... And was quite sort of... Blown away? I was... No, but it was really good. Mm. It's really... I, it's not a film that will blow you away, I mm. don't think. But my God, it's good. So... I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's, let's do go it. watch the Oscar-winning Roma. Roma. 
Hello, we're back. Little bit of culture, little bit of uh, class. Thank you very much. That's it. You, th- you think you're the only one bringing culture and class to this podcast? Well, no, but I did bring you Bloodsport. <laughs> I brought you Rambo. <laughs> Sorry, and, is that uh, is that culture or class? Well, it's both. Wow. What do you know about the culture of Hong Kong before Bloodsport? Nothing. No, you're right. You're Three right. days does not an expert make, Sinead. Now I know all about the Kumate. I do feel that um, exactly. I'm quite the aficionado on Hong Kong. And what have we learned about walking back on ourselves over bridges and that cultural reference? Very bad move. Don't Very do that bad. in America, people. You will get locked up. Exactly. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, Roma, wow, what a film. What did you think? Amazing. I know, right? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it felt like I was watching an old school classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful yeah. imagery um, and really compelling emotional storytelling. Yeah. Kudos, Brian. You, you've, you've smashed it. I did. I mean, granted, you know, it wasn't giving me the emotional power that Bloodsport did. Well, it never would. I was going to call it Kickboxer. Yeah. Now, what were you calling it before? I was calling it um, I can't kickboxer, no, like street fighter. Oh, that's it. Yeah. No, I loved it. I loved it. Did it stand up on its second viewing? No, it really did. It really did. I think, um, if anything, it's stronger on its second viewing because you know, spoiler alert, there's a lot of long kind yeah. of shots mm. that are held, which I love. You know, I use them myself, but it's like that felt really well done. Yeah. And when you've watched it first time, you're like, what? Whereas second time, you know it's kind of there and you just enjoy the framing a little bit more. Wow, that sounds really... You just enjoy yeah, the framing a little bit more. Check you out. I know. Yeah, I'll say I like a good frame. Yeah. Come on it. then, give me a synopsis. I'm going to give you the short and sweet synopsis. So Rotten Tomatoes has one. Yeah. Long-winded, right. to say the least. And um, I'm not going to spoil it for the listener, but we tried it in a previous run and uh, Sinead was not impressed. <laughs> so I'm going to stick... With the shorter version from IMDb, which is so short that it's like the person who wrote it didn't even watch the film. (laughs) They just went, oh yeah, I know what this is about. So here it goes. A year in the life of a middle class family is made in Mexico City in the early 1970s. Is that it? That is literally it. Are you sure there must be a second half to the sentence? No, to me, no, there's no sentence. To me, that's just the context of where the story happened. Well, yeah, it's not, it's not the sort of the, the what, when, (laughs) you know, how, like, why. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like saying (laughs) Godfather 2 is a a year in the life or two years in the life of a local Italian business owner. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, well done IMDb, well done Amazon, smashed it again. (laughs) So let's get into the film. Before we start, I've got to warn everyone and yourself, Sinead. Yes. Right now, I am completely confused by everybody's name in this film. Oh, don't worry, I've got that down. Okay, good. I think the maid is called Cleo. Maid is Cleo. That's the main thing. I know Fermin. Fermin. Oh, he's going on my list of bad, bad men. Fermin. I should actually compile a list of all the terrible men in these films we've watched so far. Fermin. He's going top of them. Okay, maybe just consider the women as bad occasionally as well. If so they did anything bad, I was. <laughs> women, just... women are angels. I know, I've met them, all um, of yeah, them. Yeah, so the maid is Cleo. Yes. Um, the middle class family, from your IMDb synopsis. Yeah. Uh, father Antonio, mother Sophia. Okay. Grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Um, Fermin. 
For me. We'll get to him. Um, and there is another maid helper. I actually haven't got her name. Yeah, I don't know her name. Um, we didn't care. She was the cook, but I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, let's get going. Opening title sequence. Wow. We just I love it. on a... Set of tiles. Yeah. But... For me, it's more about the sound. And the whole film is about the sound, right? The whole film is... It's a real masterclass in sound. I mean, it's absolutely incredible the way they use it. I think you should just start watching... Like, just listening to films. Because it's sound, sound, sound with you all the time. Yeah, but it's insanely good. I'm not saying it's not, When you can't see anything, you hear it. Like, you know, the storms, the hail... The pipe guy who's playing the pipes, waiting for knife sharpening. sharpening. Um, the sound of the swish of the water on the opening titles before it comes into shot. The disgusting squelch as she's sweeping up the dog poo. Like, everything is good. Even the way the glass broke when he threw the ball through it. I mean, it's just all really good. The way she's cleaning the sheets up on the roof in the water. It's just, the sound is amazing sound. I, I don't know whether Quaron did that as well, probably. No, <laughs> oh, you but, feel like he did everything well, he did in this everything, film. Didn't he? No, come on. He directed, cinematography, uh, part produced. Editor. Yeah. Oh, he was part editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he wasn't originally going to do the cinematography on this film. Okay. And he has never done it on his own work before. First time? Oscar. Well, no. Done. No, no, no. Like, he's never done on his own films he's never yeah, done well, I, I've never done cinematography on my own films I'm going to do it on the next one I mean, you might Oscar have done, done. Other, other people's cinematography I'm, right, maybe I won't get an Oscar BAFTA done um, alright maybe not a BAFTA Golden Lion done yeah Palm Door this, done this film did win the Golden Lion at Venice oh okay and it was nominated for 10 Academy Awards not bad at the 91st Academy Awards not bad um, he won Best Director yeah Lost out, lost out on Best Picture and Best Original Screenplay to the same film. All right. Which film was it? Because, to be fair, it was a foreign language film, so it was really unlikely that that was going to happen. This was a bit of a controversial year at the Oscars, though, wasn't it? Because the winner it of Parasite. Best... No. Oh. The winner of Best Picture and Original Screenplay was Green Book. Oh. Do you remember now? Okay, and yeah, people yeah, were yeah. like, what? How did Green Book win that? I've never seen Green Book, so to be fair, I couldn't even comment on I've it. I've never seen it either. Um... They were also, so the film was also nominated for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Um, shall I have a stab at, stab at pronouncing their names vaguely correctly? So, um, Sorry, one minute. Apologies in advance. <laughs> Apologies. Um, Best Actress um, yeah. for Cleo, Yalitza Aparicio. Can I just say, Cleo, loved her, brilliant. She looked like a child actress. She was really young, wasn't she? Yeah, well, she, she looked, looked really it. young. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, no, no prior experience or training. <laughs> <laughs> she has, she's got no prior conviction. Amazing. As of this podcast, no conviction. No, um, yeah, no, no acting or or training or anything at all. No. Wow. No. Why did he pick her then? Um, so I think she was waiting to become a teacher. She was training to become a teacher. Okay. And she was waiting for her sort of final results to come through or whatever. And she went and auditioned. Just, you wow. know, what else is there to do on a Saturday afternoon? Uh, and he cast her. One, one of those, you know. And then she was up for Best Actress. One of those sort of rags to riches stories, okay. isn't it? Imagine, imagine and you get nominated for Best Actress. I'm, I'm just going to say, this film's really starting to annoy me. So, I've never DOP'd my own film. 
Best star. <laughs> best cinematographer Oscar. Oh, I've never acted before in my life. Nominated for Best Actress at the Actress at the Oscar. I know. Well, well done her. She was fantastic. Um, she lost to... Will Smith. No, I don't think you'll be <laughs> to Will Smith. <laughs> oh, sorry. Controversial. Um, she lost out to the sublime... Who? The Divine. Who? The Homegrown. Oh, for God's sake. Olivia Coleman. Oh, for the favorite. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. All day long. Um, but Marina de Tavera, who plays Sofia, was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, yeah. Um, she lost out to Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk. Okay. Another film I've not seen, no, I've which I'd like to, like to see. Was the daughter also called Sofia? I think she was. I oh, think she, she might have been. Sophia. Yeah, 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 yeah. The young, the young daughter. Yeah, I think she was because um, one of the boys, because they had about five kids, didn't they? Yeah. And one of the boys was called Tonio. Yeah. And the father was Antonio, so it would oh, make okay. sense that they'd maybe given the daughter yeah. mum's name. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the film proper. When Cleo goes into the house and starts doing her work, basically tidying up, picking everything up. Okay. I for some reason I just maybe it was. Also, because it was shot in black and white, which is kind of a silly comparison. But I just got parasite memories. Oh yeah, of yeah, her yeah. kind of going into the house and yeah, you parasite know. was after this film. Yeah, yeah but it yeah. just reminded me. You know, it just reminded me of parasite. You yeah. know, the idea that you know the maids kind of going in and moving mm. around the house and they're not there and yeah. yeah, it just sort of gave me a little bit of a flash of parasite. Was that at the point that um, I wrote down? It's like talking to trigger. I do believe that was around that time. You decided to majorly disrespect me because you were babbling on about subtitles and I didn't give you the response you wanted. No, 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 no. You said, oh, the subtitles. No, no, no. I didn't comment on the subtitles at all. Yeah, you did. No, you turned around. What actually happened is you turned around and went, oh, the subtitles in brackets. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's not bore the listeners. So (laughs) let's move on. (laughs) Well, I think that says a lot about you, doesn't it? So anyway, yeah, so she's moving around the house, doing the tidy up. Before that, you get a couple of these really cool shots they hold forever that I think are brilliant. I love the driveway that's full of dog shit. I absolutely adore that driveway. I mean, I love that house. Oh, tell me about it. What was wrong with me? Why do I love that house so much? Oh, I loved it. garden. Why why the hell? Well, you don't need a garden. There was an outdoor yard bit. And it was huge inside. The glass and the... I loved it. I would move in there with you. In a heartbeat. Well, thank you. I'd move in there without you. Oh, okay. Even quicker. Yeah, a little upset. <laughs> so then she, um, yeah, so it, yeah, I wrote down this whole bit where she's getting the kids from school, she's moving around the house, she's telling everything. I felt like it's like it's like Downton Abbey, Mexico style. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've put down landed gentry later on. Yeah, kind of where you're following the downstairs staff, yeah. if you like, yeah. um, around. But no, I thought that was. Um, I thought it was really, really, really cool. And then she sort of, you know, all the parents come home. I don't know if you noticed, I wrote it much later on, but every time they framed her, she was just on the fringes of the family. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. She was just on the edge. Yeah. And it was absolutely amazing until the very end, which we'll get to. Um, yeah, because but, you felt, yeah. well, at least I, I felt it's like she's part of their life, but she's not fully enveloped. No. And there was a couple of little moments of, her feeling part of the family, but then something would happen. Maybe the mum would would sort of speak to her in a certain way or ask her to go and do something. Yeah. Which made it quite clear that, like, you're not part of this family. Yeah, yeah. so she's part of the family when they want her to be. Yes, that's right. Then apart from that, it's like, the doctor wants a cup of tea. Yeah. 
It's like I know. she just sat down for five seconds oh and, goodness. you know, these little demonstrations of power. But I really loved the roof scene with the kids. I thought that was great. It was a great connection with that little boy, the tiny little one. Yeah, who so talks about when he was older. <laughs> yes, I loved him. So he keeps talking about these past lives. Mm. When I was older, I did this Yeah, and I did that. that. I was a sailor and I did I that. I wondered, because this is obviously a very personal film. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Alfonso Cuaron has said, you know, this is a love story to his mother and his nanny. Right. Um, so the film at the end is dedicated for Libo. Yeah. And that apparently was his real real life nanny slash maid. So right. kind of like the Cleo character in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I didn't wonder this at the time, but when I was reading about the film afterwards, I wondered if this little child... Um, with these sort of past life memories. I wondered if that was him or a sibling that used to do this. Yeah, I you know, probably that used, him. used to sort of say these things. I would imagine he'd have the imagination. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was really, really sweet. And um, yeah, he's he's on the roof playing and she lies down next to him and the pair of them just lie there. Yeah, because he said he's, be, he's Pret- dead. So he can't to talk dead. to her, so yeah. she does the same. Yeah. And then she says a line that I thought, what a thing to say to a child where she went, hey, I like being dead. Yeah, I know. I thought, wow, bit weird. Yeah. Bit loaded. But anyway, well, really the other good thing scene. about that rooftop, all mm. the washing was hanging out to dry. Yeah. They hadn't, half of that was not wrung out properly. No, it was just it dripping. was dripping all over the shop. Mexico City, very warm. So they don't need to wring out clothes? I don't think so. Why would you? It's just going to instant. Well, just for the, you know, because it's going to drag the material down. Oh, yeah, that's not what we're here for. Not really. Um, Dad arrives home. Yes, the night scene. Yes, 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 yes. Now, I adored the I, way they introduced I him. agree with you. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. You just got the headlights of the car, mm-hmm. the bibbing of the horn, mm-hmm. and very the, abrupt. The music, like he had the music yeah. up really loud. Yeah, and all you got were all these really tight, extreme close-ups yeah. of his hand, of the cigarettes, of the radio, of this, of that, of the other. And then the car pulls in really slowly and then has to change direction a bit to get in. And as it turns, it goes over that bit of dog shit. It's just like, for God's sake, that's disgusting. And um, what, what did you think when you got this introduction to him? What was your thoughts about this man? Oh, he's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it worked perfectly. Just completely knew... kind of like imposing, arrogant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Clearly quite a powerful guy because he had his paperwork with mm. him and whatever. But I just thought, he's an asshole. Mm. He's an absolute mm. asshole. And, the kid, and then they sort of mix between these really, really extreme close-up shots and the family all standing in the door waiting mm. for him. The wife and kids are all standing there in this sort of mid-shot, I suppose it is, waiting for him. And it's just like, yeah, the difference, the one who doesn't care and is really aloof and the family that are there waiting for him. Yeah, really and, well and he instantly starts giving out about the dog shit on the, on the driveway. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. If I employed staff and that much dog shit was on my driveway... She- this one dog. I mean, they need to train that dog because she had hosed that down. We'd seen her that morning hosing that down. Yeah, but she could sweep it up. Oh, it? please. I'm sorry, but no. You defend it? No, 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 no. I just thought this just goes to show his attitude, really. I thought this poor woman's doing the best she can. She's doing everything for you. And you're... Comp- oh, anyway. But no, I did think, like, you know, I, I wrote down here the poor maid. She never stops. I mean, it was just constant. It's an 18-hour day, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not getting away from any of that. Yeah. Um, so she lives above the the main family house yes. with the other maid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was a really sweet scene. So once the, the family had kind of got in and they'd all been settled, she went up. And um, they have to, or, or she says to turn the light off because they don't want them using yeah. the electricity. 
um, and they put on a candle and then they start doing their exercises together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was a really kind of quite sweet little moment because it was like they were children. I know what you mean. It's kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. two girls sort of giggling together as you might if you were staying over at a friend's one night. And I just thought it sort of showed a happiness and a simplicity. I would have thought that, mm. except for yet another director with an obsession with feet. Oh, goodness me. We What's don't, wrong why, with why are we feet? just watching their feet? Well, they were touching their mine. toes. <laughs> What's your problem with feet? I just don't like them. Good Lord. I don't like them. I don't need to see them. And I don't want to see them. So right. please don't send Same. me in pictures of your feet. Same. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's not a weird way of asking for them. Um, yeah, and I thought the staff accommodation, not great, but probably £1,500 a month in London. Oh, not easily. Around, I, I mean, I mean, you've got two single beds in that room. And so. a light bulb. <laughs> so you are talking big money. Um, no, and I just thought at this point, I wrote down something that, like when they were around the house and everything, I thought... Really, nothing happens, but it's strangely mm. hypnotic. Yeah, a, a hypnotic is a good word. The whole thing. Because nothing happens. No. Um, yeah, really, really nothing happens for quite a while. And then I feel like once one thing starts, oh, yeah, then yeah, it yeah. all kind of trickles. But this is very much just, yeah, you're you're just following these people's lives. Yeah. And, and they're, yeah. They're sort of living in parallel. Well, it's very, and I wrote this down as well, but it's very voyeuristic. Yeah. Like for me, it's perfect. Yeah. For me, this type of thing is what I love. I, I, I can sit and watch people all oh, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to be given a free green card, if you like, a free pass to sit and just watch someone live out their life, for me is like, whoa, cool. Yeah, it's fascinating. You know what I mean? It's it, fascinating. Yeah. That's what we all want to know, yeah. isn't it? What's going on behind closed doors? So I, I, I thought it was really, really well done. Um, yeah, and and then the the bit in the cafe. Yeah, so, the two mates so go Cleo to the and her friend or, go to the cafe to meet some boys. Yeah, and and I love the bit on the TV when they go in because that was sort of shit we used to get in my day. This is the thing. I'm not from the seventies, so but you used to get people. The guy who's pulling the car with his teeth. Oh yeah, I was TV. trying. I was thinking, what was on the car? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. the world's strongest man. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you used to get a lot of that sort of weird yeah, yeah, shit yeah. on the telly that you don't get anymore. Oh, my mum does not like that. No, no, but I loved it as well because he couldn't get the car moving. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I loved that. Absolutely loved that. Yeah, and and I love the other maid because she's like a total excuse the terminology, but tart. I mean, she is a floozy. <laughs> was she? she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. What has she ever talked about? Tell me all about it. I want to hear all about it. Don't I? I'll yeah, flirt with whoever fun. I like. She's having, she's having fun. She's just enjoying herself. Hey. Boys arrive. Oh, yeah. The boys arrive. The boys yeah. arrive. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're meant to go off to the cinema. And Fermin is uh, there to see Cleo. Fermin. Fermin. Sorry. Okay. Um, Fermin is there to see Cleo. Yeah. And I should have known. I didn't originally think he was a wrong un. I actually thought, oh, he's going to be a really sweet bloke. Oh, no. And he suggests that they go to the park instead of the cinema. And naive old me, I genuinely thought, oh, he wants to go to the park and just walk around and just, you know, spend time with her. I should have known when he stole the end of her Coca-Cola that he he was a wrong un. But, Sinead, he does a fabulous martial arts display. The most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. So they end up in a hotel room together. They do. I was sh- quite shocked. I genuinely thought they were going to go walk around the park. 
Well, I know. And they said, are you going to come into the cinema? And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll go for a walk around the park. And the next thing you know, they're in a hotel room. It's like, wow. Also, okay, it wasn't about. clear to me that they had met before. No, it wasn't to me. Um, I thought this was like a first date situation, which obviously Oh, no, he called her at the house. When the maid took the call at the house. Oh, yeah, you're it right. It was Fermin. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, but yes, they end up in a hotel together and we get like what I've described as naked lightsaber dance. Yeah. So he goes to the bathroom. I've got the Violina handle outside. <laughs> and he takes the shower pole up from the from the wall. Yeah, I've done that. Comes back in buck naked. Yeah. And If I stand up, you'll see what I'm doing. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we'll be kind and say he does martial arts. Yeah, bless him. I'm saying he does naked lightsaber dance. Well, it's more like... Naked lightsaber dance. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's, you know, when a kid tries to show you they can use, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, a martial yeah. artist. I, I mean, he was pretty ad- adapt- adept at yeah, it. Yeah, but he? it was just weird. Yeah, I suppose because he, he had his naked. penis rattling around. Um, fact for you. Go on. Uh, that that was actually shot separately from her watching oh, him the on bed. the bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because she didn't want to sit there and watch him doing it naked. Yeah, okay. So he did it. And then um, when she was there, he had pants on. Yeah. Um, and I can't blame her for that because nobody wants to see his little lightsaber swinging while he's swinging his big one. No, thank you, sir. I know. I know. It was a little bit, um, yeah, disconcerting. However, in terms of the story, yeah, you've ruined it for everyone that she wasn't in the room. In terms of the story, <laughs> um, he does this disgusting display of martial arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says about how, you know, it saved him and gives her this sob story, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I everything mean, came into focus. It was like a little when bit, you look at me. A little bit Miyagi, wasn't it? Martial arts saved him and all that. A little bit Daniel's son. Um, I don't think Miyagi was doing that in front of Daniel's son. <laughs> if he was, then somebody should have got involved because that's wrong. No, I just meant how martial arts <laughs> saved him, not there were any displays. Oh, okay. Anyway, she goes, okay, I'll have sex with that. Well, it was it was the it was the crappy line, wasn't it? Everything comes in came into focus, like when you look at me. It was that mm. it was that crap line. Mm. I think that she's young. She's sort of anyway. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You live and you learn. Yeah, Cleo, you live and you learn. I know. No, yeah, exactly. That was. I just thought, what? Why? And anyway, the next thing you know, she's up in the morning. Oh, and this is a beautiful moment. Go on. She's she's in the house and she's going round. From bedroom to bedroom, waking up the children. Yeah. Like an angel. Why don't you wake me up like that? She literally goes in and she's kind of like lightly calling their names. And then she's stroking their back, kissing their forehead, helping them get dressed. Where? Why am I not getting that treatment? Well, because you're not seven years old and my daughter. <laughs> and also at midday, that's a weird thing to oh, do. Oh, touche. <laughs> Very good. And then we meet Grandma. I loved Grandma. Did I? Talk about... And I, I wrote this because I thought it was funny. The Grandma really reminded me of the old lady in the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, reminded yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. And then I wrote a little joke. Not surprised because I've just seen One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> oh, hey! God. Very bad. Really bad joke. <laughs> what? That's a great joke. One eye Willie, you know, from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, we get it, but don't explain it. That's even worse. Sorry. 
Yeah, no, I loved grandma. Yeah, she was she amazing. Was, she was, yeah, everything you would kind of want in a grandma, wasn't she, really? Yeah. She kind of ticked all the boxes. Yeah. Um, and the set design of the house. Mm. Like, the production design, mm. the setting of the house, the the layout of it, the furniture. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah, I agree with you. And the use of kind of light and shapes as well. Yeah. So in the house, like, the, the thing that really struck me was the, the sort of the glass door with the kind of ironwork frame within it and the angles oh, yeah. it was all at. It was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was stunning mm-hmm. and it was just beautiful to look at on screen, wasn't it? It yeah. was just, yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and then they're waking up the kids and trying to get the kids off to school, I believe. And, um, I mean, I just wrote too much noise. I couldn't do it. Oh, you would not survive Similar in that. this house. No, 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 no. You'd need to be living in this house alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was in that house... Very much alone. The staff can stay. <laughs> you no do surprise me. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they all kind of, they head off to school. Of course they'll go on consultation first, <laughs> be offered new contracts. It won't be an easy process, but I think we'll get through it together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how awful. Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, so Dad is leaving, and at this point we've been told, oh, he's going to Quebec with work, he's going for a week, yeah. he will return. yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so, you know, that's fine. Um, but Mum's having a very strange reaction to this. Yes. Um, yeah, you know something's up. Right? Something's not right yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's not how you <laughs> say goodbye to somebody who's yeah, just going off to work and coming home. So he goes out to the car and she is like literally like she kind of embraces him and she doesn't want to let go and she just looks completely sort of distraught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you thought was happening at this point. I didn't figure it out i thought maybe he it was some political uh situation yeah so Be- first time round, mm. i thought he was off to like the rebellion or yeah. whatever yeah um but then obviously this time around i knew it you knew what the yeah but you know i thought it was a very passionate goodbye and i and i wrote <laughs> why why don't we start doing that and imagine if we did it at the bus just, right just as time. you're leaving mm-hmm. right i'm off brian i just grab the bus driver's like, come on. The bus driver would just go. Yeah, He's true. not going to be waiting for you to finish your passionate embrace. Wouldn't it? And then little, little, what's his name? The smallest one? Pepe. Poopy? Pepe. Pepe. Starts having another one who's flashbacks when he was a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, and I wrote, oh dear. I love, I liked Pepe's flashbacks. Poor I think he was Pepe. my favourite kid, to be honest with mm. you. Mm. Um, yeah, so dad leaves. At this point, we're not entirely sure what's going on. No. And he drives away and they got that military band start walking yeah. down the street yeah, and he's yeah, driving yeah. away. I think oh. that was another reason why I thought his leaving was tied into some sort of political, military-type scenario. Yeah, well, there was clearly some sort of weird politics going on there at the time. Yeah, so this is uh, 1970. What have you researched? Well, I, I don't really want to go deep into that because I don't know right. properly what okay. was going on in Mexico at this time. Suffice to say, I do know that there was a political unrest, that there was um, a a party in power that, um, by all intents and purposes, were leading quite a strict regime that wasn't as democratic as people wanted it to be. So there was a backlash against that and and it was building and I think it had been building for quite a length of time. And there is a scene later on that we'll get to... um, which is um, sort of replaying a particular incident that occurred okay. around that time. Um, 
so yeah, so I didn't really know the political um, situation in Mexico, but I just assumed at this point that dad was being sort of dragged off into some sort of um, political military situation. I didn't realise that wasn't what was happening. Well, no, he, absolutely. He was just a git. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, it, it would appear he was just running off with his floozy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you get this sort of weird vibe and marching bands on the main road. Maybe that's an everyday occurrence in Mexico City, I don't know. Well, but, that happened quite a lot. There was a yeah, lot of that sort of... Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then we went on to... Um, the cinema. The cinema. Yes. And uh, Cleo's in the cinema with... Fermin. 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 Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just... You like saying that. it, don't yeah, you? I did, yeah. um, and he tells her... No, sorry, she tells him she's pregnant. Now, I think this was done really well, mm. right? So she goes, oh, I'm pregnant. And he goes, that's a good thing, right? And she goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he puts his arm around it, gives her a cuddle. And he goes, I'm going to go to the toilet. She says, oh, it's nearly over. No, I'm going to go to the toilet. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, he's like, don't worry, I'm coming back. What, do you want an ice cream or something? Oh, no, that's okay. Now, that ice cream line totally throws you off. No. Even as a viewer. No. I knew as soon as this tushy left that seat, good night, Vienna. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back and delete that bit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, did you, did you think you genuinely was going to come First back? First time I watched it, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, when the film stopped, Terry Thomas film, brilliant. They watched some brilliant films on uh, Yeah. Um, Le Grand Vadrul. I can't pronounce that because my French is appalling. Okay. Um, yes. Late 60s. Cool. Film. Terry Thomas was in yeah, it. Yeah, right. and, um, and then he just doesn't come back when everyone's in. Beautiful cinema as well. And yeah. he doesn't come back. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh no. Do you know what that proves? That proves that I'm a cynical old woman... And you still have romance in your soul. Yeah. Kudos. I know. It's not easy. I would high-five you, but it'll be too loud for this podcast. Well. I'll save that for later. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't come back. Yeah, he skedaddles. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then um, Cleo leaves the cinema and she just goes outside. And again, I'm sure you're going to comment on this because it was the sound. Oh, The, the manic incredible. influx of sound as she comes out and sits on yeah. the steps of the cinema and there's, um, you know, people around her sort of selling trinkets and all this sort of... I would have definitely bought one of those little dolls that dances. There's a little dancing doll. I don't know how it does it. I hope it was CGI'd. No idea. I'm no sure No strings, it no nothing. Brilliant. Amazing. Um, and yeah, the guy bouncing the ball against his hand and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's annoying. And she annoying. just sort of sits on the steps, yeah. probably in hope that maybe he's going to turn up, he's going to come mm -hmm. back, but he doesn't. She's but just again, she's just that little bit on the outside of the world. Like, she's a yeah. little bit... This is my interpretation. With her friend, she's a little bit on the outside of her friend's circle. Like yeah. a friend, it's her friend, her friend's boyfriend, and yeah. his friend, and she's kind of joined the group. With the family, she's kind of on the edge. In that situation, yeah. the whole world's going on. She's just sat on the step, kind of on the outs outside. I, I just thought it was beautifully done. It was beautifully done. Beautifully done. Which seeks beautifully into what I thought was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hail. Oh, I know. Hail. We cut back to the house and there's hail and the yeah. kids are playing in it and like, oh, it's, you know, there's hailstones. Where are they playing in it? In the driveway with the dog shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're picking up the hail off the floor. And... Shit. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to me. I had a moment and I just thought that is beautiful. No, it was absolutely... I think the sound of it, honestly, we were back. Maybe, yeah, it maybe that's... stunning. Maybe that's what it was. But I think... Um, in general, the, the depiction of kind of nature in this mm -hmm. film 
really struck me in a way that I didn't expect. Yeah. So like the hail, yeah. uh, the, the the sort of the water earlier, the pooling of the water, uh, the fire later, um, the sea later on. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just like, you know, and it's that kind of thing of you can't stop nature, you know, and it will... What word am I looking for? I don't know. Infiltrate. Okay. It, will, it will infiltrate and it will overtake your life and there's nothing you can do about it and you have to kind of work with it. And I don't know. I don't know, Brian. I had some sort of... Oh, clearly. I mean... I don't know if really it was hormones been... or what it was, but don't I've know. had some sort of moment. Well, hey, that's good. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. I mean, it was It was also Christmas. Maybe that helped as well. Yeah. That was putting me in a in a very emotionally... Charged, charged state. state. Okay. Excellent. Thank you for your That's help right. with that. Sentence. That's all right. No yeah. worries. No. Words, um, words just drop out of my brain, you it's, know. It's okay. It happens to me all the <laughs> Days. time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is where the mum has to tell the kids this that dad's it. not coming back for Christmas, basically. Yeah. So she sits them all down and says, oh, he's got. we're going to go to your uncle's for Christmas. I think it's her uncle's. Anyway. Yeah, family member, yeah. And your dad, unfortunately, has to stay in Quebec. Yeah, so you need to just write him a letter and tell him how much you miss him. Yeah. And I've written down, where is he? At this point, I'm still not sure where the hell he is and what the hell's going on. And even though grandma and the mum have a conversation, yeah, they, it's not clear there either where mm. he is. I think grandma just says, be strong for the kids. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so I'm thinking, he's been captured by somebody. This yeah, is terrible. Yeah. This is yeah. terrible. This poor man. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't last long. Not a poor man at all. But again, it's really done well for later on, the scene where yeah. you see him. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're thinking, oh, this poor man. And then poor old Sophie, she comes over and says, oh, Madame Sophie, can I have a chat with you or whatever? And I'm like, don't. And I wrote this, talk to Sophie. That's a woman on the edge. Leave the lady alone. Like... Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like the worst she, possible time. Cleo's got her own problems. So she oh, yeah. she does confide in her. Yeah. And she tells her that she's pregnant. And thankfully... Yeah, she's really sweet. Sophia embraces her and just says, you know... Yeah. Don't worry, we'll go to the doctors, we'll, yeah. you know, deal with it. And then they do the best thing ever. They go for the drive to the hospital. I love her driving. Yes. Well, this, this kind of confused me as well. So they're in this sort of... What sort of car is it? I don't know. It's like quite I don't American. Know. It's a big old thing, yeah. yeah. Like um, a town car type deal. And she drives up in traffic in between these two trucks and just basically goes in between. Can't fit. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, goes yeah. in between them anyway and scrapes yeah. all the way down the side. And so I'm sitting there thinking, is she doing it deliberately? Yeah. Is she so distraught that the husband in my brain has been kidnapped and is being held hostage somewhere yeah. that she's deranged and is just, you know, traumatised and driven into this... I, I couldn't figure out. I think she was all over the place. Because if you notice, she had a hand on her steering wheel and she was pointing in all different directions yeah, with her finger yeah, like yeah, she was trying manic. to work something yeah, out in her yeah. head. And I think she just wasn't paying attention. She thought it would fit. I think there's a demonstration of she's a pretty awful driver the whole way through it. Do you not think there was... A, so in hindsight, once we'd found out that the husband was having an affair and had left her... Yeah. Um, did you then think, oh, did she do that deliberately? No. Oh, you never thought... Okay. No. That, I was, that was wondering then. Again, it seems to be your cynical brain. <laughs> What's happened to me? Why have I, I been don't... so hardened by life? I, I have no idea because you haven't had a hard life at all. Well, I mean, that's I for me to I have been decide, your guardian angel oh. for some 20-odd years. Oh, my goodness me. No one would say that's hard. Uh, we'll just start calling you You Clarence. should see the fan mail I get every week from ladies. <laughs> Tell, telling you how well you've treated me. Honestly, some of them are, I can't listen to your voice anymore. They're obviously <laughs> so 
<laughs> torn apart by it. They're, they're in state. I know where you live. That yeah. sort of obsessive kind of... I hope never to see you. Because they know if they did, it'd be too much. Okay. Swiftly moving on okay. from your uh, delusions. Um, Rude. Yeah. They get to the doctor's, or they get to the hospital yeah. for her doctor's exam. Yeah, and um, the car's ruined. And I the car's love absolutely it. trash. It's such a good scene, though, when she does pull in the middle and she scrapes in there and all the drivers just get out like, what are you doing? And they look so resigned because yeah. she's just sitting there going, sorry. And they're just like... Could you imagine doing uh, that here? Oh, my God, that'd be a fight. Oh, it would not be good. But it was kind of cool because it's like, you've got to done your own car damage. Yeah. It's like... A truck like this, you're not going to really hurt. Well, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, she was the one really that had yeah. the damage, not them. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they confirm that Cleo's pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then Sophia is talking to a friend, a doctor friend who obviously knows the husband as well. Yes. And again, it's still not a hundred percent clear. No, it's not. She's like, oh, you need on. to tell him that this and that, and yeah. the doctor's like, well, I don't know where he is. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And you think, oh, wow, where is he? Where is he? But yeah. And I also thought at this point, because this hospital for me was a really weird one. It was clearly the same hospital both times we went. Yeah. First time, I wrote, beautiful. Is this a private hospital? This is amazing. It was really clean Mm. and really Mm. open plan. The second time we went, it felt like... Chaos. Chaotic breeding ground of people who had no insurance, just wandering around. And everybody in the hospital, everybody was pregnant. Like, everybody. Was that not just a maternity ward, Brian? No, but Because that's what will happen if you're on a maternity ward. Oh, come on, not that many. <laughs> there were thousands of walking around like zombies outside. They were queuing <laughs> like up inside. Zombies outside. They were just pacing up and down. <laughs> Back to Night of the Living Dead again. Really? I wish. No. Um, <laughs> um, she, I, I mean, I didn't think of that, to be honest with you, but maybe that's the difference between having an appointment and not having one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. You know what it's like, have Yeah. I think they take private patients at National Health Hospitals, so maybe that's what it's like. You're standing like, please yeah, help me the walk in. Yeah. We've just never experienced yeah. that other I'm side Lord of it. I'm Lord Oh, please come through. Shout out to the excellent NHS. Oh, no, absolutely. You're a legend. Um, so, yeah, then she, we get an earthquake. Yes. Um, this was, and again, this comes back to my whole nature. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's right, I'm catching up with you in my head. Don't yeah. Um, Cleo goes off to, to look at the newborns yeah. um, and she's sort of watching them through the glass and, and there's an earthquake. And it doesn't last, well, or the scene doesn't last very long and we just kind of stay there and um, the nurses are grabbing the baby, like grab grabbing yeah. the babies and trying to get them to safety. Um, but and again, the nan's praying with the little girl. Yeah, she drops really, to her yeah. knees. Get to her knees. knees and they start to pray and it's like, oh, bloody hell. That's got to be petrifying. Yeah. Absolutely petrifying. I found it petrifying. Mm. And even though it was so kind of short and there was something about it, and maybe it was this combination of the suddenness of it, the the, the grandmother dropping to her knees and praying, which yeah. obviously evokes quite a strong reaction, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it's it? not something you see every day, is um, it? Yeah, I found it, I found it quite... And then at the very end with the incubator with the rubble on top yeah. of it, and it was like, wow. Yeah. That was just... Yeah. But again, it's this whole thing of, you know, nature and how slight the boundary between life and death is and all this sort of... Yeah, they have a few quite sort of big... Yeah. Like you say, nature moments. Yeah, 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 Nature is the one that's most of the time trying to catch up with them, isn't Mm. it? It's really weird. Okay. Um, And then we go to the gringas for Christmas. We go to the countryside, to Don Jose. Yeah, the gringa. 
as they call him in the, the car. Gringer. He's a gringa. He's a gringa. Mum's a gringa. Yeah. Um, oh, also. Yeah. Oh, oh, let's look at the, the, the artwork on the walls. Oh, no, it's just all dogs' heads <laughs> mounted like trophies. Yeah. I don't care if we're in the countryside. I'm not on board for that. I love the old lady maid, though. Yeah, she was great. She was awesome. She was like, you know, the, was the other one was like, yeah, what about your belly? And yeah, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, you know. She's like, well, come on, you're not sick. And then they race in through the place. Yeah, and again, it's this childlike kind of like, you know, yeah. racing through. Yeah, like, yeah. Clea races quite a lot, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she does, yeah. Um, I thought that was quite that was Well, quite I think sweet. that was the difference between the kind of, and maybe that's his reflection of it, you know, Quaron's reflection of it. The richer people were very serious yeah. as a rule. Yeah. They were either, you know, working or drinking and talking about politics, and it was all quite boring. And the poor people, if you like, yeah, the, well, the, the staff, were always laughing, joking, wanting to have conversations, tell stories to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to tell me everything, running. You know, even when the two girls went to the ca- cafe, they ran, they yeah. raced each other at the but cafe. But this is it, they're experiencing joy. Yeah. Did, did the, no, the middle and, class... And the ones who <laughs> should be, the richer ones, never did. No. And and going back to that Downton comment you made earlier, mm. um, so we get this um, shooting party, so they're sort of out in the countryside, they're shooting, yeah, you know, yeah. as you oh, do, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you do. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what they're shooting at, even. Well, right next to the kids. Yeah. The kids are having a picnic uh, and, they're, and they're just firing um, guns. Yeah, and I yeah, that's when that's when I've put all oh, very landed gentry because mm. it did feel you know it's but like, also very American. They very were all American, Americans, very American. Bang 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 bang, you know, and yeah, I just thought that was um, yeah, very 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 strange that one. And then we go into like the New Year's Eve party, um, and like you say, they're all drinking and partying in the in the front room. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and the Christmas armadillo. Didn't think he was a real thing. Was he an armadillo? Is that what he was meant to be? I don't know. A porcupine thing. I don't. Yeah, I assume. I don't know. Maybe that's. But I wrote, that's oh my god, the Christmas armadillo. He lives. <laughs> you thought Ross Geller said? I thought What's it was Ross Geller doing in here. Yeah, I thought it was made up for the show. Um, I'm presuming that's obviously a traditional. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I assume that's a traditional thing there, and uh, but again, again. Or was it an Americanization that had found its way in? I I don't know, but should have googled that. You should have done, but again, like. The fact the party's going on, and like none of the parents are looking after their kids. Oh, no, no. The staff are sat on the floor, like Playing next to the yeah, yeah, the yeah. the party. So it's like that annoying thing that sometimes rich people do. It's like you know, oh, she loves it. She gets to come to our party too. She's not at your party. She's at work. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's that kind of yeah, no, no. I... Wealthier people think that poorer people are having fun because they're there. And they don't realise that this is actually a job. Like, yeah. Even if they're not technically having to work mm. and do anything, they've still got to have half an eye on the kid because you're not going to do it. You know, so it's that kind of... So just a lack of, cons- yeah, lack yeah. of, consider- lack yeah. of even understanding of somebody else, isn't yeah. it, really? So the old girl, Benita, anyway, takes her down to the local New takes Year. Takes Cleo to the local New And I wrote, that's a bit of me. Yeah, well, they're actually having fun. Me. That local New Year looked amazing yeah. in that little bar. I thought the comparison between the two was yeah. astounding. Yeah. And yeah, I would be downstairs all day long. Yeah, one was all big presence, opulence, but it all felt a bit, yeah. And the one downstairs just felt really nice and warm mm. and welcoming. And, you know, the guys left the table for the old girl and her to sit down. Mm. And obviously she asked her, you know, if you're pregnant, you're going to have mezcal, right? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Well, don't worry, she breaks it. Oh, yeah. It gets no, dropped it, on the floor. It wasn't Mezcal anyway. She went for a slightly like under oh, 60% else. proof <laughs> spirit. 
which was great. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just loved that. I loved that. Um, and then when she comes back, she sees that weirdo try it on. There's a guy trying it on with Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, does the usual, like, well, you're a lesbian anyway, sort of thing. Yeah. When she rejects him, he's just like, oh, you're not that good looking anyway. Oh, no. What was it? Yeah. I thought that's what you wanted or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 Obviously, blame the woman. But I thought that's such a bloke thing. Yeah. Well, she's in the weather. She probably wants some sex. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I know what will cheer her up. And I'm Willie. Where's my lightsaber? Another Goonies adventure. <laughs> um, yeah, at least you didn't take the shower pole. Exactly. Then we are back to nature again. My favourite yes, thread of this movie. Scene. Beautiful. You. It starts though, if you remember. Yeah. Let me take you back there, Brian. Yeah. As we are now yeah. in okay. slightly snowy South London. Um, Cleo is uh, at the house looking out over the countryside the bathroom, yeah. and you can see sort of bright embers floating up in yeah. the sky well, and you hear a firework first don't you, you yes see, you should listen uh, oh gosh, you hear fireworks go. and then these with your ears embers. and my eyes we can rule the world yeah um yes and it's new year so you're sort of thinking oh this is you know part of the celebration or something and yeah. there's just these beautiful little dots of light slash yeah, yeah, embers yeah. in the sky and it I, i'm sort of quite entranced by it and then quite quickly realize it's a forest fire yes and, you know, all call to action. But again, it's this, you know, the nature has taken over. Well, I mean, it's probably deliberately started. Well, yeah, yeah. So, but, not uh, nature as such, but once the fire goes, then nature Well, yeah, builds. then nature's doing it. This New Year's Eve was when the first time they mentioned the year. I was completely yeah. bloody oblivious. 71, yeah, so so this was the yeah, New Year's turning Eve. into 71. Yeah, but yeah. before that, I was like, when when is this? Because obviously I'm not Mexican, it so was hard it was to like, date it, wasn't it? I, is it 80s? I, is it 70s? Is it 90s? I couldn't I agree quite... with you. I think I had put it in early 80s, early right. to mid 80s. Right. And I think that was partially to do with that kind of their clothing. Yeah. Um, but also you commented earlier on the television with the the, the strong man pulling the yeah, thing yeah, with yeah. his teeth. And because, like you say, you, th- you think of being a kid and seeing that, yeah, yeah. I kind of put it sort of yeah, in the 80s. M- mid-80s. So yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, I was wrong. Yeah, so this is um, New Year's yeah, 1970. So, so sorry, yeah, to go back to the fire. So they all run down to fight the fire and they're even getting the kids chipping. Everybody's chipping in. We've got to fight this fire. You know, and the kids are pouring out the little fires. They haven't even put their drinks down, Brian. They're wandering around with glasses of wine no, and know, champagne. No, we know, but that's what drunk people would do, isn't it? Well, I think it's very irresponsible. And the locals are there helping out. They've all come out of their celebration. They're the first ones there, and the family will come out. And then, right, there's one scene, there's one bit of this film, unlike anything else, that I thought you could have cut it and you would have lost nothing. The Christmas armadillo comes up and sings a song. Yeah. Didn't really like it. I'm sure someone can prove to me that there's a good reason it's there. Then he walks away and I thought, that didn't add a thing. And then the fire's gone the next day. And I thought, actually, the whole fire sequence didn't add anything to the story. I feel like um, it was adding to the political social background of the film because I feel like there was a comment earlier, wasn't there, about... um, the people are angry over the land. Yeah, yeah, because they've um, taken the land. Yeah, so Cleo gets told that. So I feel like it was just, just, I feel like it was, you know, helping to portray the era and the time and everything that was kind of going 
hand in hand with everything else. The I've written down lament, the song that he kind of sings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree with you. Like, if you'd cut it, what would you have lost? But I found something quite sort of haunting about it. And the fact that he was just standing there singing whilst the fire was burning behind him. But he was pissed. See, I didn't, I didn't kind of think that. I kind of... <laughs> My God, you're turning to your mum. He yeah. wasn't drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't Were they drunk, Brian? <laughs> they were laying on your driveway, dear. Yeah, I, I w- yeah, if I'd had more time, I should have looked up yeah. what, what he was actually... Because there was no translation of that, was there? There wasn't no. any translation of the no, words he, just he was singing. It, yeah, yeah I, found it, I found it quite moving. Mm. My God, I do have a heart. I know. Dear God, we found it. I'm sure it's small and black and stunned, but it's there. <laughs> sure, it's shriveled like a raisin. It's like onyx. Um, so then we go back to the city. And the first things I've written down are sound design, amazing. Shots, amazing. Even when they go out, they, they decide to go with the kids. To the cinema. To the cinema. And they go out with the cinema and there's a nut cellar yeah. coming down the road. And it's just... My God, just the scene, the shot of this random, almost like a steam train coming down the middle of the road being pushed. Because obviously the nut sellers... Yeah, yeah, like the old school, yeah. And they're all running off and I just thought it was great. And and they all run off and there's these busy streets and I just thought, how did he, to block that out? Mm, Must have been um, And for people who are not that into film, blocking is literally just telling everyone where to go and in time. To block out scenes like that, massive street mm, scenes, mm. and get them right, is amazing. Mm. And, yeah, it was really blowing me away. And then the kids stopped, as kids would at that age, boys, to basically look at dirty magazines on a, a magazine stand. I mean, they should have been higher up out of reach. Oh, totally, but, you know, they're never that high. <laughs> and, um, uh, sorry, how tall were you? Why were? Do you yeah, why do you think I grew so fast? <laughs> Never as a boy had so much yeah. encouragement. Um, but it's that point where they're messing about that she sees the two kids and then the dad comes stumbling out of the cinema with some girl who looks a slip of a girl. Yeah, yeah. We see dad with his girlfriend and suddenly I'm no longer worried about him being held hostage. Yeah. Now it all makes sense to me. But the way that the kid deals with it is perfect. Mm. It's exactly right. Mm. You know, isn't that your dad? No. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think it's just absolutely amazing. Even yeah. though everyone can see it is. Yeah, just flat out It's denial. just like, no, mm. it's not him. Mm. You're wrong. Mm. And it's just like, wow, mm. wow, 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 wow. Um, it was weird because when I saw dad coming out with his new girlfriend, I thought, I, I kind of simultaneously thought, oh no, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it was kind of like, a shock, but not a shock. Yeah. Um, but I think that was probably designed. Mm. Because if this is sort of part of his life, his story, yeah. maybe a similar thing happened to him. And as a kid, you always assume someone's gone off to do a noble thing. Yeah, it's true. And so, you know, in your own head, to add that confusion for us to the viewer. Yeah. Quite of clever. like, oh, well, he's gone off to do some noble thing. And mm. it turns out, no, he hasn't. He's mm. just an ass. Mm. I thought it was just done really well. Um, I was just going to also tell you, because you were talking about kind of how he was filming that and how tricky it must have been. Um, apparently, they shot this film chronologically. Wow, okay. Yeah, um, and even more than that, um, I read that they he didn't give them the whole script, so he gave them scenes daily. Right. So that it was, you know, their reactions were kind of fresh and they weren't over, yeah. overthinking kind of what was going to happen. And I just thought that was really quite interesting. 
Um, yeah, well, it's really unusual. Yeah, it must have been. But I think, um, you know, particularly for Cleo, who had no acting or prior training, I think to shoot it chronologically was like, oh, yeah, much more helpful I'm for sure, her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was quite, I was quite surprised by that. Yeah, and um, so after this, seeing the dad, it Papa. makes obviously Cleo think, and she decides to go to the slums and visit Fermin. He, she's looking for him. Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, they're pretty horrific. I, when she arrives, I thought, like, you know, I wrote the usual couple of jokes, you know, it looks like the end of Welford Close and things like that, just in terms of the standard of the tarmac. Ah, uh, potholes. Yeah, things like that. But it was just mud, so I gave up on those yeah, jokes. Yeah. But, like, it really showed why the people on the outskirts, the poor people... Mm. Like, the city was paved, it was really nice, it had these big departments. Yeah, there was no money being spent out here. Yeah, and out there, there was nothing. It was mud roads, there were planks over big pools of water everywhere. There were probably sewers, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And then they had a guy being fired out of the cannon. Yeah, I know. Oh, and again, I wrote, that's again. You don't get that shit anymore. We used to get things like that when I was a kid. I mean, it's probably a good thing. I don't think we need a guy being shot out of a cannon on the common, do we? Fun, though. You'd go, I'd go. Would, would you go in the cannon? No, I'm not a stuntman. It's trained. Uh, it's got to be trained individual. You're no fool guy. I would be there, though. I would watch that. You would, you would pay. You would pay a pound to watch that. I would I would pay two. Bargain. Or I'd go to Mize, who overlooks the common. I wouldn't have to pay anything. Oh, that's true, yeah. I could sit in the warm. Scamming the system. Always got a way around it. Never pay full price. Always said it. So she finds... Oh, the band. Yeah. The band. Love the band. Yeah. Uh, so this is this is his cousin, isn't it? Yes. Fermin's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. But again. Why is he in his pants? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was in shorts. But, <laughs> they look like pants. But again, I mean, I thought it was really done really well. Like, again, this is this slum, for want of a better word. And the kids are running around and playing and laughing and he's practising his band. You know what I mean? Mm. There's hope. They've not given up hope. Yeah, well, there's still, like... And even with the guy firing out of the cannon and all that, the conditions are not great. (laughs) Really not. And no, but, you know, and there's no... And as she's getting off the bus, I think there's there's some announcement about... uh, they're improving the infrastructure. Yeah. Like there's some commentary in the background yeah, yeah, about yeah. like um, the government improving the infra- infrastructure of the village and it's clearly not happening. Yeah. Um, but yet there's still more joy there than I feel like we've seen in the middle yes. class, you know, more pure yeah. joy there yeah, than we've seen in the middle class uh, yeah. kind of world. Um, and yeah, the fact that, that, that they're there practicing their band, you know, yeah. you've, you've got to have a dream, you've got to have, have uh, yeah, hope. Yeah, thought, of, of yeah doing thought. something, um, but he takes her to go and see Fermin in training. I mean, this was never going to go well, was it? I love this training scene. Do you love Professor Zovek? Of course, I do. Who doesn't want the Professor Zovek? Yeah, I mean that was major Nacho Libre vibes, wasn't it? Just a bit. <laughs> he apparently he is a real. Um, Wrestler. Do you know what I'm annoyed about? Mm. We didn't try the thing. I've literally just thought that. Shall I try it quickly Go now? On. You explain the thing and I'll see if I can do so, it. So the thing is, um, Professor Zovek, Zor- Zor- whatever his name is, Zovek, uh, he tells them to do a thing where you close you close your eyes, you connect your two fingers above your head. No, no, two, no, you can look at me. 
connect your two fingers above your head and then you lift one, close your eyes and lift one leg off the ground and put it on against the side of your leg. Sinead did it for a while, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a little bit like a ventriloquist on the radio, what we've just done there. But yeah. I did it. And I no did one can it. do it. But I don't know if you, apart from him, but she was doing it. Yeah, Cleo was able They never to do focused it. on it. They were showing around everyone, yeah. but she was standing in the middle doing it. Yeah, yeah. And again, the plane went past. So this was a motif that you had at the beginning, the middle, Planes, and the end. Correct. What was oh, that about? Oh, you want some facts? I would like some facts about that. Well, different uh, things I found out about the planes. Okay. Um, one is obviously the more poetic answer of... Um, escape? Yes. Mm-hmm. Transition, escape... Um, the world beyond. Yeah, okay. Um, and the other one um, is I was reading some different interviews with um, Alfonso himself. Um, and he was saying, you know, we were shooting on on location. Yeah. A lot of planes around. Really? <laughs> so oh, I love that a, idea. I feel like it was a combination of... And of, then the editor just made it work. Yeah, so I feel like thought. it was a combination of maybe the two things. You know, I yeah. do think that the planes represent something, but also, you know, he was just sort of saying, well, we, we were there, we were shooting. Yeah. You, you, there's planes. Yeah, you're not going to stop. Yeah, 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 you can't, yeah. Wow, that's really cool. So she gets to watch this demonstration by what is basically for men's paramilitary group. I mean, he calls it... Correct. Yeah, he it's calls it... Um, Martial arts, but it really isn't. They're, they're yeah. training them. Well, she says, oh, is is it for the Olympics? Yeah. And he says something like that. Yeah, and they've brought in a South Korean and an American yeah, to yeah, train yeah. them yeah. and all this other thing. So you can see something's going to go on. She and tries to get him to take some res- responsibility yeah. or she, and, you know. And he does what any decent, responsible adult would do. He threatens to beat her to a pulp. What an arsehole. And her, her kid as well, basically. Yeah. I'll beat you and your baby to a pulp. Yeah. If you ever come near me again. Yeah, and runs off. And then he calls her a fucking servant. Ah, that's it. A boy from the slums. I mean, this... Uh, awful, awful, awful man, yeah. really. I mean, this girl puts up with a lot of yeah, shit. I'll be honest, she's tougher than me. It's really awful. Yes, so we go back to the city then. Yeah. And kind of all that that wraps up and we go back to the city and clearly dad's gone and mum's distraught and there's some sort of phone call. Yeah, mum's speaking to somebody on the phone yeah. and basically says, yeah, for six months he's with he's, he, he's had this mistress and he's in, in Acapulco yeah. Yeah. And living one of the, the life. And one of the kids is listening at the door and Cleo t- tries to stop him and then the mum comes out and does what she always does, which is lose her shit with Cleo and tell her that she... Well, she slaps, she slaps him. Yeah, I know. And, but... then, and then, yeah, basically blames Cleo for allowing him to overhear it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see the slap as such a big thing. They were mental about that, but like... I don't think you should slap. No, I'm not saying you should, mm. but like, she was, please don't ever tell your brethren or whoever it was. It was a bit weird. No, don't tell your siblings. I, or I, I don't think that was about the slap. It was about the fact she knows he overheard. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you thought it was yeah. about the slap. No, no, no. Yeah, and um, yeah, so she's at her wit's end. Kids are losing their shit. Um, apparently, we find out that the government are seizing land. Yeah. More land, so the they, other maid tells Cleo that they've taken some of her mum's. Yeah. Or something Cleo's like, well, what can I do? Yeah, exactly. And again, it's just this whole backdrop. It's not the story, but it is the context for the story. You know, this is yeah. all kind of happening and that influences the way you live, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, all these forces that are out of her of control. Time. Yeah, really. exactly. And then mum comes back in her new car. 
loved it. It was yeah. a lovely little thing. Oh, no, no, she doesn't. Not at that point. She does. She drives the car. No, no, that's when she comes in drunk, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, gosh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, and she smashes into the wall and smashes into the other wall. Oh, you're right, yeah. Sorry, she doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a new car at this point. So at this point, it's sort of jumping all over the place. You have to kind of watch it to really get it. I can appreciate now we're sort of saying, oh, mum was there talking on the phone, now mum's coming home. It's kind of not a montage sequence, but there's a, a few short scenes that kind of... Yeah, she build. arrives back. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, yeah, in the dad's car. Yeah. And um yeah, she's 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 wasted. And I mean yeah, this yeah. is a narrow space to get this car in and she just trashes it to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she leaves the light on, which I thought yes. was quite interesting. Because yeah. they were saying earlier, like, oh don't leave the light on because she yeah, doesn't yeah. like it. Um Yeah, and then yeah, the next morning comes and we're in the car heading out with grandma, Cleo and the driver. Yeah, to go by. Going into town and there's clearly some student demo going on. Yeah, so this was what I was talking about earlier. So yeah. apparently um, this was what, well, this turns into what's called the Corpus Christi Massacre. Okay. Um, and it was, yeah, protesting students. Okay. Um, and a, a paramilitary group. Yeah. Um, that, that obviously clash, to say the least. Um, and surprise, surprise. So... Cleo, the grandma's buying Cleo a new cot yeah. in this lovely department store. And surprise, surprise, they, the sort of riot breaks out. There's police everywhere, there's students everywhere. The riot breaks out. This was done so well. This was brilliant. This was the best scene. Yeah, they come, first of all, you see the riot out of the window, which is petrifying through mm. the window of this mm. store. Yeah, I mean, because what can you horrendous. do? Um, and then all of a sudden that breaks into the store. Yeah. And two people run through and these three or four like guys come in afterwards and kill mm. the guy of the two. Yeah, he's hiding in a cupboard and they literally yeah. just point, go in point, and point, just blank, point blank shoot him. And while they're doing that, someone's holding Cleo and the grandma at gunpoint, yeah. which turns out to be the lovely Fermin. Honestly. Arsehole. What a piece of Absolutely. Work, yeah. But you knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah, tell. He's yeah. a broken lad, yeah. you know what I mean? He's a perfect... Yeah. But, kind of but this was this was truly terrifying recruit. because you know you're just what could you do you, yeah. you you're you're just caught in the midst of it um, and unsurprisingly Cleo's waters break <laughs> and then the poor little cow I feel so sorry for this girl because then they're like right well let's get her to the hospital well obviously there's a riot ain't nobody moving anyway yeah. so they're stuck in traffic for like yeah. a month and when they come out of the um, department store there's a woman uh, just oh, like lying on the ground God. cradling her dead. Husband, husband or partner just or screaming just yeah. screaming and it's just like wow okay this is this is the world that these people are living in you know it's kind of it's 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 broken into this in brackets polite society hasn't it it's yeah it's yeah it's finally it's everywhere. caught up with it's everyone like yeah. yeah this is this is just kind of how it is but yeah they head off to get to the hospital and this is where it got a bit grisly for you isn't it i found this really hard i thought this was really really quite a traumatic scene um I mean, beautiful filmmaking, but it was amazing. Um, but or storytelling, it was, I should say. It, it was. It was just. Um, yeah, it was just the treatment of Cleo when she was in the hospital. Really, so they arrive at the hospital, which, as you said, seems even though yeah. it's the same one as earlier, it feels like a different place because yeah, yeah, suddenly yeah. it's crowded and it's busy and the, the the everything was overwhelming, including as you know the sound and everything that was happening. She goes into this labour ward, and. The, there seems to be about at least four other people in there with her, yeah. with just like these slight curtains pulled between each other, yeah. um, which is 
stressful within itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody really seems to be communicating to her. No. I mean, I've never given birth. You know, I don't know what that experience is like. Um, but, you know, the idea that nobody would be communicating with you, yeah. I find utterly terrifying. And she's a young woman and she doesn't, no, this hasn't happened to her before. No, but I think it's the panic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that they're deliberately being dismissive or unkind, mm. but but they're not. But, you know, there isn't, because well, no, the, of the panic and the speed, you know, it is all kind of happening. Yeah, I think, though, that's the point. It's supposed to be out of control. Like, they're all being very nice to her. They're all making it happen quickly because she's been in traffic for ages. Mm. But then when they get up there, they can't hear a heartbeat. Yeah. And that's when they stop communicating with her. Because to be honest, I think... I know it's horrible, but yeah, they need we to deal can with stand the and chat with you yeah, or yeah, we yeah. can try and... Yeah, no, it just I just I just found all my senses were overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and they take her off, like you say, they whisk her off to yeah. surgery. Um, and then very, very quickly she gives oh, birth. This bit is hard. Um, and unfortunately the baby is stillborn. Um, but and they you... try and resuscitate the child. Yeah. And you see it and, and, and it's happening few feet away from her yeah. and she's in the foreground and they're in the background and you see the, the child's body i yeah i i found it was i mean indescribable to be perfectly honest it was absolutely brilliantly done i mean i it sounds weird to say that but you know i wrote it was done so well that i wanted to cry yeah and this is the second time i've seen it and every time i see it, i want to cry and the reason is honestly that the way he shot it with her in the foreground and that in the background, you're in her position. Mm. No one, you know, you'll never really experience it, but you're watching it from her perspective. Mm. No one's speaking to her. They're no trying. One's speaking to her. They gave up on the kids so fast. Yeah, this is one, the two, other... three, one, two, three, one, two, three. No, we're going to yeah. call it. And I think that like... was the other thing. It was like they're not Whoa. really communicating to her. They give up. They, they, from our perspective, they seem to give up on the kid quite quickly. They then allow her to hold the child for an incredibly brief moment of time and then again within her eyeline they kind of wrap the child up in in a blanket and yeah i just yeah i just yeah yeah and i mean you know this is well i mean it just made me right women are so much stronger than men yeah well yeah yeah exactly no they really are because if it was a man he'd be losing his shit mm all over the place smashing the place to pieces wanting to know why it hasn't you know it wouldn't help anyone yeah no this this whole sort of section and and if it was me i'd be broken forever i don't think i'd ever recover i really don't well i think some women don't do they i think you know no but it's that it's just that but it's just that incredible filmmaking that if you put her at the foreground the baby in the back it's that perspective you are watching it from her level because you're at that level as well Mm. and just so well done. And because the baby, obviously, whoever made that doll, is incredible. Well, yeah, it looked incredibly realistic, didn't it? Oh, my tiny, God. Tiny, very, very tiny yeah. as well. Um, and after this scene, we go back to the house. And um, I don't know if you noticed, but Cleo's walking through the house or outside. And her hand still drifts towards her stomach. I don't oh, yeah, know if yeah. you noticed that. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were going to talk about... Because when we first go back to the house, they just do low. He does loads of shots mm. of an empty of empty rooms. Yeah. So there's no family. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's just all empty. And there's just her mm. sitting there staring down the empty driveway. Mm. Mm. And it was just like, fucking mm. hell. Mm. Wow. That's... 
pretty impressive. But yes, I did notice that, yeah. Later on when she's talking, she's... Yeah, her hand just instinctively yeah. just goes towards her stomach. Yeah, and then the kids sort of come back and... I'm oh, sorry, no, that's when mum comes in in the new car, Yeah, so this it? is sorry, when mum yeah, comes yeah. back with her new car. Because before that, you've got the knife sharpener blowing, doing his whistle. So while you're getting all these weird shots of the house, you get this yeah. weird whistling, like a flute yeah. sound. And then that other lovely maid goes, knife sharpener's here, you need to shake yourself out of I it. I know, yeah. So, wow, she's a... Hmm. Anyway. A madam. And, and yeah, then then we see her answer the door because there's a horn at the door and the mum comes in in this new car. Love it. I would want that car. I don't know if it's some old knackered Renault or something. I don't know. I loved I mean, it. It's, it's like new, a little cute little yeah, kind of... Brilliant. It looked, I think, yeah, I feel like it would suit me down to the ground. Yeah. But the thing that really got me is the family were all acting as if nothing had happened. Yeah. So the first thing to me, oh, Cleo, what do you think of my new car? It's like, come on. Yeah. And well, we don't know how much time has elapsed, do we, in between? Well, it's not a huge amount, I no. don't think. But also, I think, again, it's just these really clever, tiny moments of these people are in your family, but they're not really. Yeah, 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 100%. Ultimately, they are and they're not. Yeah. And this woman, eventually, obviously, Cleo earns the right to be in the family, but... Uh, not really. Yeah, you no, know. she still she hasn't she hasn't breached that yeah. border yet. Um, but Mum basically says that they're going to go um, on a little holiday. Yeah, and they want Cleo to come with them. And even though she's reluctant, the kids basically convince her to kind of go along. Well, yeah, because the mum says, "Oh, it would be good for you." I thought, yeah, yeah my ass. Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to deal with four <laughs> kids on your own. Well, no, I mean, I think you know she's not an unkind woman. I think she's probably hoping that it might help her as well. Well, maybe. Maybe. Can you give, can you give her the benefit of the doubt there? So then they're back in the big car, going on holiday. Yeah. Swap cars pretty quick. Well, I thought that was because she didn't want him to take it because we, we realise once they're at their holiday destination... Oh, yeah. ...that it's so Dad can go to the house and take his things. Yes, So I presume right. she took the big car because she didn't want him taking that as well. Yeah, and the kids... she said she's going to sell it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and on the way, right. on the way, they um, they stop at the beach. They go to the, for a swim in the beach. Yeah, and they all have a great time, and they go on to the hotel, which looked horrendous. And um, they all stop, and I love the scene where they're putting whatever it is, chamomile lotion, or whatever, on somewhere. Well, it, I, for a minute, I thought it was vinegar. The, I thought the bottle said vinegar. Probably, I don't know what the old remedies were. You wouldn't put were. vinegar on sunburn. I don't would you? know. If anybody knows, please tell me. Do you put vinegar on sunburn? And if so, malt or cider. <laughs> Red wine. I don't want to get it wrong. Does wine count? <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, so then they go for dinner and while they're away and that's when she tells That's when the mum kids. explains that, yeah, yeah, basically dad's not coming back. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a very poignant scene as well because they're at a restaurant and she tells them and the waitress comes yeah. to clear the plates and basically say, well, we've got ice cream yeah. for dessert and most of the kids are just sitting in a stunned silence. One of them's it's weeping. Crying. Yeah, I know. It's just awful. And then we go um, to outside. The, yeah, where they're eating the ice cream. Yeah, and they're all sitting outside and they're eating their ice creams quietly. And you've got the irony of a wedding party in the background yeah. having their pictures yeah. taken. Um, and also this amazing large crab. <laughs> yes. Like theme park type crab kind of hovering over them with one of its big yeah. pincers just kind of reached out and again and I just love that I thought what a brilliant photo that would make and again though the framing mm. 
Because again, they're all having ice cream. They're all saying, and she's yeah. Cleo's just standing off to the side. Yeah. She's still with them. Yeah. She's in her ice cream like yeah. them, but she's, but she's still not. just off yeah. to the side. Yeah. Um, I also thought when they arrived at the hotel, the first thing the woman did was um, tell Cleo to get the bags. So that was quite good as well. I thought, oh, yeah, you're right. It's a nice holiday for her. So, um, yeah. She's getting uh, paid, Brian. Come on. Yeah. But no, I thought it was just so well done. Mm. She's always slightly on the outside. Mm. Really well framed. Really well done. So then the kids are all wanting to go back to the beach. You know, yeah, let's go back to the beach. Let's go back to the beach. Now, I didn't catch why the mum has to leave the beach. Because we've already heard that Cleo can't swim. And then she said she's got to go off with one of the kids or something. Yeah, no, she had to do something before they left. It was something to do with the car, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I missed it. I wasn't yeah, reading was, quick yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I had a feeling it was something to do with sorting something out in the car before they drove back. Anyway, yeah, and... But she leaves, she leaves yeah, basically um, the kids with Cleo and tells them not to go too far, too far in because yeah. Cleo can't... Can't swim. And you're just thinking that they're not going to listen. And then she takes the little boy, Poopy. Pepe. To the little rest area that's yeah. a little bit further away. And he starts telling her about when he was a sailor and I he drowned. Oh, my God. I love this kid so much. And um, Is it weird that I would be happy if my kid was telling me these stories? Yes. <laughs> I'd positively encourage it. You I'd and your like... haunted baby can move out of my house. <laughs> well, we will. And we'll be very happy together. Good. Will be stay in the caravan. Or something. Yeah, Pepe's telling her um, another story about when yeah, he, when he, when was, he was a. And then she starts to panic because she can't see the kids, and then she can see they're getting further and further out, and so she starts basically heading towards the sea, and then they're totally gone. Yeah. So she just wades in. Yeah, even though she can't swim, she just yeah. wades in to save and them and gets both of them and drags them out. And then, and again, that's the whole nature. The waves. I found oh, it almost taking my breath away. The way, yeah. the way the waves were crashing against her and kind of pushing her back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, you almost felt like you were in the water with her. Yeah. It was kind of like. Yeah, it was really good because you were really on that level of the sea as well. Yeah, yeah, completely. And then she grabs him. She brings him into the sea, and, and they rest. And the mum runs over, and for the first time, she's in the center of the shot. Yeah. They all hug. Around Cleo, her, yeah. And they're like. And then she cries and she admits for the first time that she didn't want the kid. I didn't want her. Yeah. She says, I didn't want her. And then the, the mum just, you know, embraces her more and they yeah. just all sort of cry. And she, yeah, she just admits that she didn't want the baby. Yeah. Anyway. And the guilt that she must be kind yeah, of carrying yeah, of because of that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's horrific. And they sort of, she's finally fully embraced into the family. Fully embraced. And they say, we love you so much. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they... Um, when they get home, yeah. Dad's been. Yes. And weirdly, taken all the bookshelves. Yeah, I know. None of the books. I know. Or very few of the books, but all the bookshelves. I, I mean, what? why? Really weird. Just, what's he doing with those? <laughs> yeah, like I wrote Opening it down. A... Dad has cleared it out. I know. <laughs> it's like... Opening everything. a uh, franchise of Ikea, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and then they've moved rooms around to help with the kids or something to try and make it fun. I, I quite liked that. Yeah, they've, yeah, yeah, moved, yeah. they've moved the bedrooms around so people are in different bedrooms. And I quite liked that because it's kind of like a clean sweep, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it? new start. Yeah, yeah it's like, okay, you wouldn't this notice is our as much what it's taken as well. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought that. said, And, and mum says, we're going to have more adventures. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. going to go to Cleo's village. Yeah. Um, You know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But again... I mean, I thought it was brilliant. You know, we all love you. This is brilliant. We're going to go to your see your family, your village. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. 
she has to answer the phone then she bits the stuff and she goes to yeah she's working she and she's still the... on the outside of the family yeah and she climbs those beautiful big iron stairs up to the roof where she's going to wash whatever it is sheets i don't know what it is i think it's sheets because she kind of goes into the bedrooms and i also i don't know if you thought this but the way that she carries the sheets are yeah, kind of bundled like, yeah. like like no, babies swaddling baby, like swaddling yeah. And then she kind of carries one in each arm and she kind of carries it out. Yeah, and carries it up to the roof yeah. and the plane goes over and it just says Roma. And I think... Yeah, for Libo. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's great. It's like life goes on. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? This, this like, was... Yeah, this is what this was. This was a, yeah. a step inside this woman's life, this family's life, and it will continue on. Yeah. Yeah, it was stunning. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, and this was Netflix. I know. This um, caused a bit of controversy Ooh. at the Oscars because... Of the Netflix connection. Yeah, because, it, you know, it was felt like, well, you know, this is the Oscars, this is for yeah, yeah, theatrical... Yeah. And yeah. this did get a theatrical did, release, yeah, but like a small a one, month. you know. Um, so there was a lot of controversy around yeah. that. Um, yeah. But it got there, made its way into the Oscars. Um, apparently it was Netflix's biggest promotional campaign. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and depending on who you believe, uh, if you believe Netflix, uh, they might have spent about 25 million. Yeah. Um, if you believe other people, they'll say Netflix spent about 50 million. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, Netflix, they were determined to win an Oscar. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, The Departed... Sorry, the Irishman got made. Ah, the Irishman. Because you know, even Scorsese said no one had touched it for ten years. I didn't and then make it to, to the end of the Irishman, did I, Brian? No. No. But do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. I also thought it was interesting. I found out um, that apparently um, coffee table books of Roma were sent to all the Academy voters. Nice. Um, and yeah, it was said that you know the. Uh, the packaging and posting of these books alone would have been the marketing budget on another film. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think that happens. The big films that win Oscars, Miramax were renowned for it. Everybody's renowned, you know, yeah. they buy gifts. the votes. Gifts. If anybody wishes to send me a gift, <laughs> yeah. I have no sway over the uh, Academy Awards whatsoever. Me neither. But I do love a gift. Oh, <laughs> adore a gift. Um, so let's get on with it. VHS tapes. Yes. I am giving... Shall I go first? Please do. I am giving a Roma. Yeah. A very, very strong... Go on. Four VHS Whoa. Tapes. Okay. Now, I'm impressed with that. That's well done, Brian. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. I don't think it's a film I would go back to. I feel yeah. like it's like one of those films that you watch and you take away from and certain scenes will stick with you yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel it's a film I would kind of go back to. Um, I did find it very slow at the beginning. Yes, um, yeah, it is. And I could see on a different day in a different mood that might have... I might have struggled to have kind of stayed with it. Okay. Did you not... Like, though, the slightly drawn-out 
shots like you know when you hold things like when she at the beginning she walks through a door the door closes and you just watch the birds in the cages and you hear some sounds of her doing stuff but you just look at the door and then she comes back through the door yeah no i do like that i do like that i'm just saying you know you know the way that you know when you watch a film it can also be very dependent on how you're feeling it's true yeah i just yeah i just kind of feel okay well look i'll take four vhs tapes you will take them because that's what i'm giving you long because you know what I see your four VHS tapes and I'll match it. Four VHS tapes? Four VHS tapes. Amazing. That's a total of eight VHS I tapes for Roma. I mean, it's just an incredible film. I agree with you. The extra point is probably because pacing in points eh, could get to you if you're not in the right mood. Mm. And I don't see the point of the Christmas armadillo singing. <laughs> That's just me. Can't Again, it. I'm not sure I should have looked up what that animal was. Well, maybe you can. But, um, yeah... Great. Well, that's been wonderful. I've given you no reasons to dump me. Well, so. there is one. Uh. To be honest, it was hard. But then I just remembered one. Go on. I was thinking, I've got no reason to dump her again. She's just placating me. She's just paying lip service. So I No, I'm just a charming in individual. But then I remembered. You want a haunted baby. I'm not, <laughs> yes! I'm not prepared to yes! ever have a haunted baby. Oh, come on. Like, to have a child that has has the imagination or maybe even has kind of past life, that is worth its weight in gold. Well, if we're prepared to sell tickets. I'm not saying I'd monetize my child. Don't put but... anything beyond us <laughs> when it comes to cash. I mean, yeah, fair enough. No, but that's... that. I mean, that's silly, but that's the only reason I could think of was... um. You know, I mean, I found out you had a heart in this film. I didn't realise that. Oh, my goodness. It's like the Grinch all over again. I know, isn't it? But no, um, fantastic, really good film. I'm really glad we watched it. Me too, thank you. You know, don't don't panic if you're listening to this. This is not going to be an every week occasion. I will give us some other classics as well. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be back to Street Fighter pretty soon. (laughs) Don't swear. I don't think I've sworn. Oh, sorry. Do you? Sorry, I meant blood sport. I don't Thank know why you. I said that. Um, no, I I will get back. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Next one, my next one, could not be further away from this film if you tried. So we will be back. But it's important to have a bit of culture now and again. People. I agree with you. This was a really good choice, and I really and, enjoyed it. And yeah, brilliant. So thank you very much for listening. This is reasons to dump you. If you like listening, please rate us five stars. And if you're on Instagram, you can follow us on reasons underscore pod. Bye.